Hey guys, it's Carter here, and I'm going to do a little couple podcast episodes by myself right now because this is a little, you know, segment that I really want to do, and I really want to put detail in, and this is a mock draft that I made, and I feel like this is one of the most accurate and most detailing mock drafts I have made since, I don't even know, like I've been making mock drafts for a while now since I've been keeping up with college football, and I feel like this is uh, a good mock draft that I made. And I'm ready to uh, share it out to the people. And number number one overall pick, I had the Cincinnati Bengals. And I had them picking Joe Barrow. Joe Barrow is the most entertaining, most creative quarterback that is in his draft. He won Heisman. And everybody knows that he's going to go number one. And I feel like Cincinnati just won't pass up on that. They need a quarterback. They got the weapons. They got Tyler Boyd, A.J. Green. John Ross coming back. The offensive line is not that bad. So I feel like he's going to be a good day one starter playing in the AFC North. You know, he's going to be kind of rough because they had great defenses inside of that um inside of that conference. I'm um, no division. And I feel like at this point, Joe Barrow has been solidified, the number one overall pick. And it has no choice but to go to Cincinnati. Number two, we have the Redskins. The Redskins are in the spot where they're pretty bad at defense. But they're pretty bad at offense. You know, like, you know, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, they don't really have an edge over whatever they have is better. But I feel like they just got to go best player scenario right now. And they just have to go with edge rush. Chase Young from Ohio State, dominant edge rusher in college football. 17, 16 sack season last year. And he had 13 sacks last year when he was alongside Nick Bosa his sophomore year. And I feel like he was just a dominant force for the Ohio State defense. And he has no choice but to be a high overall pick. And I don't think the Redskins would let him slide that far. Number three, we have the... Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions, they're a pretty stable team, but I don't understand how they're not able to win. But Detroit, they got rid of Darius Slay, and I feel like they had no choice but to pick up another great cover corner from my Ohio State, Jeffrey Okuda. I feel like they're going to pick him up. I feel like he's going to be a day one starter. He's going to be in the defensive uh, the player of the year, defensive rookie of the year talks. He's going to be very well, cover corner, man to man, 6'1", big body frame. Very athletic, very shrieky. You know, he's can do it all, basically. And I like how his game is. And I think the Lions will go with that. Number four, the New York Giants. See, the Giants are in the spot where they can't really... They really went he- heavy on defense this offseason. They really went very heavy on defense this offseason. So they have no choice but to really get offense a tackle that's really going to make them good. That's going to make the offense way better because... They have young quarterbacks. They have a young quarterback, Daniel Jones, and they have a young quarterback, Saquon Buckley, and they're both good. So they have to make the, the offense work around them. So I'm going to just go with uh, offensive tackle Tristan Rice. I feel like he's just going to be fit. The, he's going to fit the style. You know, he's very athletic as an offensive tackle. He's very fast. He's good at um, pass coverage. He's good at um, he's good at um, pass blocking. And um, run blocking, blocking, and you know he's good. He's good for like outside zone runs and inside zone runs. So he's very good at. He's very versatile for the offensive tackle um, position, and I feel like he's just gonna be a great day one starter for them. At number five, a lot of people might be like, "Why is he right there? Why is he not right there?" You know, uh, have the Dolphins and had the Dolphins picking up quarterback Justin Herbert. Uh, 
I think Justin Herbert is a very great quarterback. He has a strong arm. And to me, I compared him to a more athletic version of Joe Flacco. You know, both got the strong arm. Both can, you know, get streaky at times. They can give you a good, you know, Super Bowl run. And with that athleticism and the fact that he's 100% healthy and he's 100% ready to play and the Dolphins need that, I feel like they have to pick him. You know, they need a quarterback that's going to be 100% stable and ready to play for the season. And I think they have no choice but to pick Justin Herbert. Los Angeles Chargers. I had them pick Tua Tagovailoa, quarterback from Alabama. I feel like Tua Tagovailoa, he just isn't 100%. He might feel it, but the the medical staff might not say he's 100% for taking hits. You know, uh, I just think that the Los Angeles Chargers are going to pick up a quarterback this offseason because they let go of Phillip Rivers. So it might be a quarterback like Cam Newton. It might be a quarterback like Tyrod Taylor. And that's great. That's two good quarterbacks that Tua can sit back and learn from, you know. You know, get the mechanics right, get back to under his feet, understand that he know, like, how to run the ball inside the outside zone coverages and the outside zone runs that he have to beat. And uh, the NFL, because it's very different from the uh, college. So I just feel like that's the best-case scenario for Los Angeles and Tua Tagovailoa. At pick seven, we have the Carolina Panthers. See, the Carolina Panthers, they struggled very bad in inside zone running last year. They couldn't cover it. They didn't have the interior lineman to do it. So I feel like it was just best overall for them to pick Derek Brown inside the lineman from Auburn. He's very fast. He's very physical. And he knows he's very good at beating uh, double team blocks. He's very good. He's very good. Very good player. I like him a lot. So I just had him go to Carolina. Pick eight, we have Andrew Thomas. To the Carolina, to the um Cardinals, the Arizona Cardinals, they just need a very good hard knocks type, you know, offensive tackle, somebody that's going to come in there day one and just be a beast. And Andrew Thomas from out of Georgia, he just going to be a day one beast. He's going to be very good, you know. He might be in the offensive rookie of the year talks, you know. He's going to be very good in my opinion. He's good at sealing the edge from great edge rushes. He's very physical, so. Yeah, I have him right there. Third, and pick nine, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, the Jaguars got a kind of a lot of holes everywhere, but at the same time, they don't because their bad positions, their good positions make up for their bad positions. And that's how it is. So I had them go best player scenario right now, best player available. So I had them pick Isaiah Simmons linebacker from out of Clemson, even though he's really not a linebacker. I feel like... They can't go wrong with a player that can, you know, just be versatile, can fit everywhere, can play corner, can play D-line, can play safety. Nobody can really pass up on a player like that. I feel like he fell in far enough in his mock draft, so he has no choice. And he just the right place to go to Jacksonville right now. And number 10, the last pick I'm going over right now until later, uh, we had the Cleveland Browns. And I had him get Jedrick Wilson, Wills out of um, Iowa. He's a very good offensive tackle. Man, excuse me, from out of Alabama. He's a very good offensive tackle. And I feel like he's going to be, you know, developing. He's going to be kind of, you know, 
rookie-ish. He might let out a couple stats, but I feel like he just the best offensive tackle available right now, even though we still got Makai back there still on the board and all that. But I feel like um he just good for, you know, the Browns. The Browns are a young team. They coming back to stable stability. You know, they're getting better every year. So they might as well just pick a, you know, offensive tackle that can just grow with him and can be a star and can be a stud when he develops. All right, guys, this is the end of my mock draft. Tell me what you think about it. You know, you can come at me at my email at uh, 23 at 23Davis and um yeah that's it for the day as i come cover picks 10 you know 11 through 15 later on today see you guys peace hey guys it's carter with the part two of a mock draft episode uh today i'll be going over picks 11 through 20 on my mock draft and here we go So, at pick 11, we have the New York Jets. And then Jets just got rid of their, basically their star receiver, um, Robbie Anderson, to free agency. They let him go. I guess they didn't really want him no more. They didn't see the upside of his uh, future there. So, I'm going with the Jets picking up wide receiver Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy's a very elusive, great route running wide receiver with strong hands from um, Alabama. He's very versatile he can play in the slide he can play outside he can run with the ball in his hands run at the catch he's very good and i think that's just the best case for uh new york jets to do to increase sam Darnold with his weapons around him uh pick 12 we have the oakland raiders and the pick wide receiver cd lamb they need wide receivers badly to help Derek carr if he want to be the future of that team you know they had to get someone out there to really help Derek Carr enhance and become a better quarterback. CeeDee Lamb, great hands, great route running, great athlete run at the catch. He's very great at that. That's one thing for sure. Uh, he will take any type of pass, 100 yards, 50 yards down the field for a touchdown because that's what he do. He's a very good playmaker. And I like his game a lot. So I have the Las Vegas Raiders pick up CD Lamb at the 12th pick. 13th pick. We have Makai Becton off his tackle for the 49. I had the 49 pick on my 13. The reason I had that is because, you know, Joe Stanley retiring, you know, they probably don't really know what to get for real because they like, they just want to shoot both. They have a very good team. Their defense is pretty like much set. So like they end the point where like they don't know what to really get, to be honest. So I guess they're going to get a tackle. Makai Becton, you know, a future tackle that can help, you know, block for Jimmy Garoppolo, help in the running game. He's very athletic. He ran a fast 40 for offensive tackle, a very fast 40. Uh, he's very athletic. And, um, yeah, I like this game a lot. So I have the 49ers picking him with the 13th pick. 14th pick, I have the San Francisco, uh, not San Francisco, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I have them picking Javon Kenlaw. Uh, the reason for that is because the Buccaneers just got Tom Brady. They just, you know, they did a lot of big moves in the um in the off season. So why not? And they let go of Dominic Sue. So why not just put two young inside interior D linemen with Vita Vea and Javale Kinlaw together and just be a dominant force? And, you know, keep them growing together. 
you know, make the defense more tight, especially with the running game. They have great linebackers, their cornerbacks and their DBs. They're kind of, you know, they're good, but they can can they can improve. But I think interior D line is where they really need to go. So that's why they had them pick Javon Kinlaw from South Carolina. Pick fifteen, we have the Denver Broncos. I have a pick Henry Ruggs. Alright, so the Brandon Broncos, they really do need another wide receiver that's alongside um the other young star wide receiver that they have. I can't think of his name right now, but um uh I think that Henry Ruggs is one of those players that he just wanna break the game loose. He's gonna break it open, you know, with his speed, he's very fast, four three forty. You know, he's going to be that speed demon for the Broncos and Drew Locke and them. So I feel like they're going to be very versatile with him. And they're going to try to make that work out with him. And uh, Cortland, like, Cortland Sutton over there, our receiver. So I really think that uh, that's a very smart pick for them to pick. And at pick 16, we had the Atlanta Falcons. Now, the Atlanta Falcons, they in the spot where they can really go either or offense or defense. But I pay defense. Because, you know, they just got Charles Gilly, so they got rid of the running back. So, I paid defense for this one. I got him with an edge rusher, Cleveland Chaser from LSU. I think he's a very good player. He still some flaws at times in the running game. But other than that, he's very good, uh, good pass rusher. You know, he can improve his game a lot, though. But, you know, he get the job done. He's going to be very well, do very well in that Falcons uh, defense in that scheme because he's a very fast outside linebacker. And I think he's going to be able to beat tackles off the line very easily with his speed. And I like his game a lot. At pick 17, we had the Dallas Cowboys. Had the Dallas Cowboys pick up safety Grant Delpit. Grant Delpit dealt with an ankle injury this year. So that's why his draft stock has went up and down, you know. It hasn't really been, like, very stable. So I think Grant Delpit is a very good player. He's going to be very good in the NFL. And I think that the Cowboys have no choice but to pick him with the fact that Jeff Heath dealt with shoulder injuries a lot. And, you know, uh, they need another safety to be back there. And they need a ball hall safety, a safety that's going to make plays. So I had them pick Grant Delpit at that pick. At pick 18, we had the Miami Dolphins with that second pick in the draft. Had them pick DeAndre Swift, running back from Georgia. You know, they need a running back. They got to solidify that offense to be some type of good to try to score points. Why not just let it fly with a, a a young running back and a young quarterback in the backfield, you know, try to get that chemistry going for the up-and-coming years. Even if they don't do good, do good this year, you know, they got some type of promising in future with those two guys in the backfield. And I can see that this backfield with DeAndre Swift and Justin Herbert would be very well and it would be very good for the future because it would be very versatile with the facts and the plays that they can do. Pick 19 had the Las Vegas Raiders with that second pick of the draft. I had them pick offensive tackle Josh Jones, the guy to protect David David Carr a lot. The guy to, they was, he was sacked a lot. He's getting hit a lot. Uh, they need to protect him in order to win games. So I think Josh, Jackson for Houston, Josh Jones from Houston, he's a very good player. Very good offensive lineman. He can. He's very good at the run game. Very good at the passing game, and uh, I really like his game a lot. And I hope they really pick up the offensive tackle at this uh, at this pick because it's very important and it's a very like significant need that they need. 
At pick 20, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars. I have them pick C.J. Henderson, cornerback from Florida. C.J. Henderson is a very good commander, man, cover corner. He's good in his own also. But the thing is, in this draft class, the cornerback classes, the cornerback, the cornerbacks in this draft are like, it's very deep. And also, the teams that are up and down in this draft boards, they don't really need DBs. Like the other coming past teams I just talked about, they don't really have a significant needs for DBs. So, yeah, he could be easily top 15, top 10. Maybe, yeah, top to 15, maybe top 10 pick with his game. But I had the Jacksonville Jaguars go with him at pick 20. Very good player. Very good size. Very good speed. I think he's going to make a significant change to that defensive uh, back. Defensive, defensive back room in the Jacksonville Jaguars that they have. All right, guys, this is the end of part two of picks 11 through 20. And I will be back with picks 20 through 32. Peace. Hey guys, it's Carter here, and we're starting off finishing with part three of our mock draft as we go through picks 21 through 32. And we're starting off with the Philadelphia Eagles at pick 21. And I had the Philadelphia Eagles picking my receiver, LaVisha Chenault Jr. from Colorado. LaVisha Chenault is a very physical wide receiver. And dealing with the injuries and the miscues that the Eagles wide receivers has been doing this up-and-coming season, I feel like they might have to pick up a wide receiver for Carson Wentz, even though another running back or another offensive lineman because the offensive lineman is getting old will work out. But I feel like this is the pick that they need to pick a receiver because I don't know what's the future for Deshaun Jackson. I don't know what the future for so Elshon Jeffrey or even Nelson Aguilar at that, at that team. So right now, I just had think that LaVisha is the best player for this right now. And I like his game a lot. Very physical, strong hands. He can play multiple positions around the ball. Very athletic. Just a playmaker. I like his game a lot. At pick 22, we had the Minnesota Vikings. And I had them pick cornerback Trayvon Diggs. See, Trayvon Diggs is a very versatile cornerback. He can be good in the return game. He can be good in the slot, outside corner, boundary corner. He can play a little bit of safety if you need him to. Um, Trayvon Diggs, I feel like the Minnesota Vikings need another corner that to get over with um, Xavier Rhodes. Xavier Rhodes played pretty bad this year. They needed DBs, as you can see, when they played against the, uh, the Saints. They really struggled with Michael Thomas and the group. You know, they struggled with speed. They wasn't really fast to keep up with them. Uh, I think they just need to pick up a corner at this spot. It's the number one need. They don't really need anything for offensive line, defensive line. They've been very good on those sides of the ball. Linebacker is very good. So DB is a very, like, in need part of that game that they need. So I had them pick Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon Diggs is a very good body style. He's 6'2", uh, 205 pounds, very good size. You know, he can be rangy at times, you know, and I like his game a lot, especially with the wide receiver background. You know, he can guess off of, you know, how the wide receiver stance. You know, he can try to play off ball and then guess the wide receiver positioning or what routes he can do, and he can kind of manipulate the wide receiver. I like that a lot. Uh, pick 23, we have the New England Patriots, and I had them pick quarterback Jordan Love. The reason for this is, you know, no Tom Brady. You know, they need somebody back there. 
even if they pick up Cam Newton, that's the rumors I'm in here. Cam Newton is going to the Patriots. Cam Newton is meeting with the Patriots. Even if they do, he can sit back a year, you know, behind Cam Newton, learn, learn the offense, you know, become a real good player. A lot of people would, um, a lot of people would compare him to a more non parkour style of Patrick Mahomes. I think he's very good, though. He can sling that ball. He's very good in the pocket, outside the pocket. If he was just more magical with the ball, I would say he is like a younger version or a lower version of Patrick Mahomes, but I really don't see that. Uh, I think Jordan Love is his own player. He's his own unique style, um, and I like his game a lot at Utah State. And I think that he's going to be a very good player when it comes to in when you're playing with, behind Bill Belichick and the Patriots. At t- pick 24, I have the New Orleans Saints, and I had a pick Justin Jefferson, wide receiver from, um, wide receiver from Louisiana State University. Um, Justin Jefferson, he's a real good slot receiver. He can play on the outside if he want to, but he's definitely a playmaker when the ball's in the air, playmaker when the ball's in his hand. And I like his game a lot now at LSU. He played very good in that uh, game against Oklahoma to lead him to the national championship. He played good in all games. I think he's just a star player. I think they really need to, you know, you know, uh, develop his game with Michael Thomas and the rest of the receiving core. And I think this is going to be the best fit for him in the Saints with Drew Brees in the next two years. It's another weapon to help Drew Brees get one of the, get a ring in the next two years for the uh, Saints. And I like that a lot. At pick 25, I had the Vikings pick. The second pick in the draft, I had the Vikings pick. A.J. Epineza, Edge from Iowa State. Uh, the reason why I picked them, I don't know. I just think that. It could be, you know, a rotational thing. AJ Epinesa is a good player, but I don't think he's gonna be a good game changing player. You know, he's can be a good rotational player with the fact that um Daniel Hunter and Everson Griffin is getting older, so he can be a good versatile player. He can rotate with him. You know, he can play the he can play the nose sometimes. He's very big. So, you know, he's gonna be good in the NFL, but I think he should be a versatile rotation player for that team. At pick 26, we have the Miami Dolphins with, I had them pick Kenneth Murray, linebacker for Oklahoma. All right, with this pick, it was kind of either or. It was either receiver or middle linebacker with this one because they need both. So I got one middle linebacker. They went off as both with this in this draft with the previous two picks. So with this third pick, I had them picking uh, Kenneth Murray. Kenneth Murray's a very rangy linebacker. He's very fast. He's a secure tackler. You know, he's very good. I like his game a lot. And I think he's going to be very good at um in the NFL, with especially playing with the Dolphins. You know, his own state of shining. He can have his own timing, like, of building a team around him, building defense around him. The Dolphins did a very good job picking up uh, corner Byron Jones and a couple other assets around the defense. And I think the Dolphins might really have a chance of being very good this year, especially if they pick linebacker Kenneth Murray. At pick 27, I had the Seattle Seahawks pick running back J.K. Dobbins. Um, Seattle definitely needs a running back. Uh, Chris Carson, you know, dealing with a lot of injuries. Marshawn Lentz, they got him out of retirement, but he wasn't really cutting it. Um, you know, they wasn't really good at running the ball this year as they wanted to be, as they is every other year. 
And I think J.K. Dobbins can bring that versatility to the running back stage. He can be very good outside catching the ball. He can be very good inside zone, power eye. You know, he's a very good player, and I like his game a lot. Uh, pick 28, I had the Baltimore Ravens pick one linebacker, Patrick Queen. Patrick Queen's a very good, versatile, speed linebacker. He can definitely run with all the running backs that he had matched up with him. He can definitely run with some slot, court, slot, slot, some slot wide receivers. You know, he's very good. I like his game. He got to really involve, get involved in tackling more, you know, running to the ball more. And I like him. He's very brainy. The Ravens definitely need a linebacker, especially what Derrick Henry had, did to him. So I think that's just the best-case scenario for the Ravens is getting the linebacker at this pick. At pick 29, I had the Tennessee Titans pick Julian Acarraro, edge rusher from um, – Notre Dame, he's just a speed, he just is very, like, speed, edge rusher, he's very fast, you know, he's going to get off the edge fast, he's going to be, like, but definitely a very good third down threat, especially third down with Long, uh, he's going to be able to attack the quarterback, I've seen his film, he's very fast, he can guard running backs, he can guard running backs out of the backfield, especially as an edge rusher, that's amazing to do that, especially if you got a, um, you know, playing them cloud flats or underneath QB spy anything, QB contain. It's very good for that. Um, I like this game a lot. He's going to have to do a lot of development in, in the NFL, you know. And um, I just think that's what they're going to pick at that pick right there. Uh, pick 30, I had the Green Bay Packers picking. Robert with Jalen Rieger. Green Bay definitely need a, you know, a star to break the game loose. A speedster. They don't really have any speed on their offense to really help them pick the game through. And um, I think he's going to be a very good slot corner, especially with the vers- I mean, slot receiver, with the versatility that he has, you know, at running the ball up the backfield as a wide receiver, catching the ball, you know, short routes. He can turn it up and, you know, he can definitely extend the play. He can do a lot for the team. And I like Jalen Rieger a lot. 31, I have the... The San Francisco 49ers picking wide receiver T. Higgins. Uh, T. Higgins is another big threat that uh, every team really needs. You know, 6'3", 6'4", body frame, 215 pounds. He's very fast at his size. He ran a four, he ran a four four six forty. You know, he's not a bad, I mean, yeah, four four six forty. He's not a bad wide receiver. He's going to be very good in the NFL. I think the San Francisco 49ers need someone that's going to, you know, help them with them 50 50 balls because they were really small this year, especially with Debo Samuels only being 5'11. Um, uh, Dante Pitts only being 5'11 also. Um, you know, they can really get the height up with that wide receiver core. You know, T. Higgins would definitely be a great number one wide receiver that could play in the slot and also outside. And pick 32, I have the Kansas City Chiefs picking cornerback Christian Fulton. Christian Fulton is a very versatile corner, great body size, great speed, great versatility, great uh, great at reading the wide receiver very well. I think Christian Fulton is going to be good. I think that he's going to fill in for those empty spots, especially losing Kendall Filler. He's going to have to fill in for that. You know, that's a big hole. He was a, He was playing a very big role for the Kansas City Chiefs. And um, I just think that that's the best pick and the best deal that the Chiefs can do. And, yeah. And this is the end of my 
three series podcast for mock drafts. And I'll see you guys in my next podcast. Peace.